0: Welcome to Because We Make, the podcast about making, creativity and why we do what we do as makers and creatives. I'm your host Vincent Ferrari and joining me as always, my good friend and co-host Mr. Ethan Carter. Happy New Year, Vincent. How you doing, man? Happy New Year. It's I, crazy. We should tell everybody. So last week, last week I get a message on yeah. Monday, Monday afternoon, I get a message and it's Ethan. <laughs> oh, you mean every Monday? No, I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> so he goes he goes I'm so bad at this, but who's our guest tonight? I'm like, <laughs> we're off I think this it was weekend. Sunday. No, I, give me a I think it was it Sunday. It might have been Sunday. Actually, yeah. it might have been yeah. Sunday. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we, we took... We usually don't take that long off, mm-hmm. but it was just like... I, we'll talk about it after, but yeah. I was starting to feel the signs of complete and total, just absolute yeah. baseline burnout. Like, yeah. I beyond the level of burnout that I've ever felt in my life. And I just put... Everything on ice, like literally everything except keeping the house in good enough condition to sell it. That was all I put any effort into. And I got some projects done in my Christmas rush stuff. You know, I had a couple of Christmas orders that were not really Christmas orders. They were just by the end of the year. So I got all that stuff done. But I really aggressively took it easy <laughs> it. and it was it was so worth it it was yeah, so I'm worth totally. it so we came back today and as you probably heard we have a brand new theme song um we do and It you was sent time- it to me and it's like yeah it was, it's i a, like it i like it it's, i think it's good i think it's i think it's a, cool for a couple of reasons it's a little it's got a little bit of more of an edge to it mm-hmm. it's also you know we we had um space out by vincent vega as our theme song for a really long time probably the longest of all the theme songs we've had this one just felt like a good song to use plus it's a former guest it's by kevin mcleod the song is called uh believe it or not it's called welcome to the show i mean mean, come on what got i mean we got
1: everything going on right now
0: yeah so he's um He's our new, well, he's back. I should say he's back to being our theme song producer because the first theme song that we ever used, which I think was Nowhere Land. I think that's oh, the, oh, really? I forgot. Was that. his also. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I must not have made that connection. Yep. Huh, yep. It cool. was all Kevin McCloud. So we're back to using Kevin McCloud's music. Um, I hope you guys like it. If you don't, I'm sorry. It's staying around for at least a year. So. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, that's the feedback we don't need to hear. So. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, That's, that's the part where we don't ask the community what you think because we just don't. <laughs> Don't care we like this theme we both like this theme. so actually truthfully in the discord that the theme song um got very positive reviews so oh, i think we're doing go. okay um i'm i'm kind of leaning toward and i kind of like the idea of changing it up every year to kind of like yeah, I, I kinda a new like that year. too keep um, it fresh yeah yeah it just felt like a fresh coat of paint like our house mm-hmm. is nice but we wanted a fresh coat of paint on there it. there you go yeah New so, Year, new song. Yeah, so speaking of New Year, how was your I mean, we last recorded a couple of days before Christmas. Yeah. We had the absolutely phenomenal, amazing Kind of, uh, you know, lesser known person. Yeah, yeah. Maker, you know, but... We like to promote these lesser known makers, like <laughs> this this Jimmy Daresta kid. He's going places <laughs> he's we hear going here. places. Um It was it was awesome. He's I like mean, he's like a he's like a old Tyler Bell. <laughs> It's awesome. Oh man, I hope I, I know he listens, so I know he's going to hear that, which is great. Um What I, I I absolutely loved that you know I started getting so Friday morning making it drops, and I start getting frantic messages from all all our usual friends. And said, you guys were thing of the week on making it, and I'm like, really? And I, I don't. I mean, David did it for us, which I thought right. was awesome, and. <clears throat> It, you know, it, it's also... we I
1: truly, truly mean this. I don't expect it, you know? I don't... I, I never expect it. No. And, I and, hope and I, for
0: it. That's about it, as far as it gets.
1: And, and I didn't even... When, when David was on, I didn't even... It didn't even cross my mind that it would be... That he might do that. Yep. And I, I mean that truthfully. I, I remember our conversation. I was like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, 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 you know, Jimmy... Jimmy was so gracious and yeah. just gave us so much yeah. of his time. And I, you know, look back on it, it as an hour and 44 minutes of oh, talking to the godfather of what we do. And it was just, I think that high was good enough. Like there was mm-hmm. no reason to do another show at the end of the year. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. We, we kind of knew, look, we knew it was going to be good. It was going to be fun to talk to him and we could be starstruck for a little bit. And But it was really, really cool to end the year. On right. such a high note, it was such a great show, and I I, I listened to it. I oh, don't yeah, listen too. to our show yep. anymore. I listened to it because yep. I wanted I to see too. if I picked up on anything and or how stupid I sounded, um, <laughs> which I did at points. But I also
1: made some. Thinking, you know, y- Listen, y'all bonded over leather. It was pretty nice. Actually, it, it was nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was. Yeah. Um, no, you know what I liked about his comment too. Well, what I what made me proud of us and <laughs> our show was. Uh, during his shout out on making it, he, you know, he said, I was super relaxed mm-hmm. and I hope I didn't say anything stupid. I think that's yep. what he said. Yep. Um, or I didn't. Yeah, I hope I didn't sound that's, stupid or whatever. Yep,
0: that's what he said. It caught me too. But that that's exactly
1: what I would have hoped we could have gotten from him is, is a relaxed, him feeling relaxed and just a conversation, right? 100 that, that was the goal. And
0: so for him to say that was very... Whatever, yeah. It's 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 surreal. Right. I mean, it's surreal to have you know him come on. He knows about you. He knows about me. He talked. Right. Well, to that's us. the other thing. Yeah, he he knew us, which is just like if, we're I, not I, significant enough to be known no, in this world. Absolutely not. I said
1: that to I said that to uh, Bettina the next the next day when she was asking how it went. I was like, you know, he he said things that made it like that made it made me realize that he actually didn't know who I, who I was right i don't mean it, that in like a self-deprecating way like i just i'd be i wouldn't expect him to and, and i wouldn't
0: feel bad about it you and know this is got, this yeah. is, you know this is the point and and you, it's funny you said it's funny you said that because that is exactly how it is a lot of people say stuff like that and there's this like sense of like false humility about it this isn't false humility no. i was genuinely surprised how well he knew who I was. So right, funny. right, exactly. Well, I mean, and yeah, the
1: stuff he said about, I, I think that's what it was is this, the comments he made about anything I did mm-hmm. were comments that made it that cl- clearly he knew, you know, not just who I was, but who, what I did and what mm-hmm. I do, you know, and, and same your with vibe
0: you. vibe is. He, he nailed yeah. your vibe. Like he's like, yeah, exactly. hey, you do all these great little projects out of leather. And it's like, right. yes, that's exactly what I do. Yes. Right. Little projects exactly. out of leather. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> Totally. But it was, it was, it was probably, it, it felt weird to not be doing the episodes, but I was getting feedback on that episode all the way up until like last week, which means people were still catching on to that we had him on, which was good, which is good because if I want something that's going to sustain for a few weeks, let it be that, <laughs> let it be that. And if anybody found the show because of that, then that's even, even better. We we hope you enjoy what you've discovered—that's pretty much what a typical guest episode is like on this show. It's just a chat. We don't bring people on that we can't have a chat with. So, well, and I think that's exactly.
1: Again, that's it's nice to
0: to have a
1: typical episode, even though it's Jimmy
0: Duresta. If you think about December, December was pretty ridiculous for this podcast, as far as people who you and I look up to. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we had Dan Rodo on. We had yeah. we had Jimmy Doresta on. It's like, wow. That's December. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. That shouldn't even be possible. Like, what is going
1: on? Here's the thing: is when, like, true, genuine question. Well, genuine question, but with no real, uh, no real answer, definitive answer. When do you think I'm going to stop screen, uh, screen grabbing? comments from people like the two of them
0: i hope not i I honestly i've had that same thought right and i have friends who will tell you up and down like well you know act like you've been there no no i never want to act like i've been there i i want to act i want to have that same that same feeling every time somebody who i look up to says something nice to me without me prompting it from them, right? I want to have that feeling. And I never want to get, if I ever get tired of that, I'm too jaded. I need to stop what I'm yeah. doing because that means I've disconnected myself from what motivates and inspires me. And I don't want to ever hit that point. I right. never want to get there. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard. We, we, we have a couple of guests lined up, by the way, but we figured probably come back. It would just be Ethan and I because we have a lot. Of stuff in the works right now. Um, we don't usually do... Like, when we do a housekeeping show, it's usually reviews. We don't have any reviews, right? It's There's no reviews this week. But we have um, we have some really cool stuff coming this year. I feel um, like it, both, like, with the
1: podcast, personally. Yeah. Um, Business-wise. Yeah, I'm excited. It's... It's going to be a good year. It it's is. It be is. And, and, you know, I'll come out right out and say it. And I think... I feel like this is almost more cliche than resolutions now. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't, I'm not a big fan of like resolutions, but I, and so I completely understand that that comment is actually more cliche than actually making resolutions now, but I'm not a big fan of that. But I do feel like there's, there's something, I don't know, at least this year that bit me, that was like, all right, guests got start making some moves and mm-hmm. yeah, and we can talk about that. But like, I think that both personally, uh, business wise, And and podcast wise, I'm excited. We got a lot of stuff going.
0: You want to do the? You want to do the podcast stuff, and then we'll Mm -hmm. talk about the personal stuff Mm -hmm. after. Okay, so yeah, let's do that. Let's get the podcast stuff out of the way. So there is some big stuff coming for the podcast. So um, we are now approaching as we are ten days as we record this into January. We are getting close. I believe February 10th of 2021. What's that? That's my birthday. No, really, February 10th. Yep. Oh, wow. What a coincidence. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong about this, but I'm almost positive February 10th was the first day that we were on Buy Me a Coffee. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. And over the course of the last year, that has done more than I can ever imagine it was going to do. And we did it without ever really promising you guys anything for it. And the fact that you all supported the show just to support the show means the world to us. Mm-hmm. This is the year where we start adding value for that. Because honestly, we didn't expect the reaction we got, which is why we didn't offer anything, we know what the hell to offer. So here's what we're gonna do. We have a couple of things in the works. Um, at some point this year, we are going to transition off buy me a coffee. I know, Y'all just changed your payment details. They changed their payment processors. I appreciate everybody that went through that hell and got your stuff switched over from PayPal to Stripe. Thank you. Believe me, it didn't go unnoticed how many new memberships I've seen, especially now that we're getting close to the one-year mark people are renewing for the year. We are going to grandfather those people in. Um, mm-hmm. But we are going to close. At some point this year, we're going to close Buy Me A Coffee, and we're going to take memberships directly through BecauseWeMake.com and that's going to allow us to do some crazy cool things um we are setting up a we are going to set up our own discord for this show and inside that discord you will get member access to a special area of the discord just for people that are paying to be members so you can join the site but then if you're a premium member you'll get access to that level on the discord Uh, The idea is we're trying to create a community for this show because we always talk about the community. And as much as I love the makers on Zoom having coffee group, it's not ours. It's not ours. And it's weird when people say, hey, you guys always talk about the Discord. What Discord is that? Can we join? And it's like, yeah, it's this one over here. There's nothing wrong with that group, but it's not ours. And when people want to join our group, they're like, oh, it's not yours. Oh, okay. Some do some don't and i want to give them a place where they can talk to us directly even if it's tangential even if it's you know just a couple of people so what it's discord everyone likes discord right so there is going to be a discord i've been working with one of our one of our paying members to set everything up and test it out and just get the structure going we did a little bit of work before the holidays and then it just kind of but it's there it's set up it's ready to go so subscriptions are going to go through becausewemake.com. You'll go to that, you'll go there, you'll blah blah blah, put your information in and we'll bill you directly. No more third party. You're just going to get billed from becausewemake.com. There's going to be a Discord for the show. There's going to be a merch store. Um an actual merch store. One of the things building out the website to do more is there's going to be an actual merch store on the site where we are going to have more merch than you're going to know what to do with. <laughs> we have designs. Ethan and I have been working on designs back and forth. We started working on them over the summer, and it just kind of got stalled, but they're, they're going to get done. That's going to be the first stage, is getting the merch store everyone, because you guys keep asking for shirts and stickers and that kind of stuff, so we're going to make all that stuff available. All of that is all coming. Um, I... Like I said, we didn't expect right. this level of support that we got. That's why we didn't offer anything. And it was always like, "Ah, oh, we'll do like stickers or something. But it always felt stupid to go, hey, you guys joined for a year. Here's a sticker. Mm-hmm. Like it just didn't feel right to do. So, yes, it was kind of scummy to – it feels scummy to say, well, we didn't promise anything, so let's not give anything. But instead, we've I've kind of been juggling around behind the scenes all this cool stuff that we're working on. If you're a member from Buy Me a Coffee, this is where it's going to start getting really, really cool. We are going to start streaming the show um, as we record on Monday night for paid members. So, by I would, it's going to take a few months to get all the infrastructure for this running. Probably going to end up just using StreamYard and just streaming directly into the Discord, um, which means we have to get the Discord working. StreamYard is what we use for the live. Yes. Lot, yes. Uh, the, the challenge. Yeah, yes, okay. and the nice thing about StreamYard is it's very forgiving of poor connections. <laughs> um, the only thing I don't love about StreamYard, and this is going to probably take a little bit of figuring out, the audio quality on StreamYard is not wonderful. But it's, it's
1: separate though from
0: our recording. Well, that's no? the thing. So okay. I want to. Ch- if we're going to start doing that every week we may have to find another way to record. And I have a couple of options. It's going to take a little bit of trial and error to get the right mix of things. Um, there may be weeks where the show doesn't sound as good as it normally does, but I promise you that's not a permanent thing. That's us getting everything in line so that on Monday night at 8 PM Eastern, you go and either go to the website or go into the discord and the recording is going to be streaming there as we do it. Um, probably not going to ever release the videos just because I noticed that people, particularly with podcasts, they're way more comfortable when they don't have to show themselves on camera. So we'll have, we might have the video for the stream, but then not release the stream. Just the audio of the stream will go out in your podcast. feeds. I think that's probably the way we're going to do it. Haven't really sorted all that out, but that's kind of where we're going, where if you're a member you're going to get access to things that no one else gets access to faster than anyone else gets access to them. The next thing that we're going to do, and this is definite, by the way, since it's already ready to go by then, once the membership area is set up, you'll get the show a day earlier. Um, Oh, nice. Midday on Tuesday. The only time that won't happen is if we actually have to record on Tuesday night for some reason. But as long as we record on Monday night, which I think last year out of 52 episodes – I'm pretty sure about 49 of them were recorded on Monday night. So most of the episodes are going to go out on Tuesdays, which means you will get them on Tuesdays. We're not going to hold them back. And then the rest of everyone else, we will be able to download as usual Wednesday at 5 a.m. Eastern. So you're going to get it a day earlier. Which I, people have asked me, is like, hey, why don't you just give us the show a day earlier? Well, we're working on that. <laughs> <laughs> we, had to build a, we have to build a place, and I've been working on this, um, but we have to build a place where you can do all that. Right. And one of the reasons that we're able to do all this stuff is because of the support that we got. Yeah. And it's enabling us to build out infrastructure that we didn't know we needed. We had no idea that we would want. And it's like, wow, okay, we have a little bit of extra cash to do this kind of thing with. You know, we can take Wix. For example, we use Because We Make is hosted on Wix. It costs, I believe, $79 a year for us. That's going to go up to like $225 a year for Wix, which is not a lot of money, but it is a lot of money if you have to lay it out, right? Right. So your funds are going to pay for that. The email the domain any expenses we have for the podcast that's where it all comes from and you guys have given us some room to make things better for you so that's what we're going to do we're going to pay for the website we're going to pay for StreamYard, and probably end up paying for some other setup so that we can have everything at its best and you'll get your merch store you'll get donations directly through us so you don't have to deal with third parties. You don't have to try to figure out how many coffees something is. I know that (laughs) system's not great. I also know that it's better than Patreon because I hate Patreon and I will not use Patreon ever in my life for anything ever. So that's where we're at, guys. Uh, There's a lot coming and everything that we're doing is because you guys gave us the ability to do it. Everything. We couldn't do... When I say we couldn't do this without you, I literally mean we couldn't do this without you. And not only can we not do this without you, but we're doing this because of you. And it's going to be a lot cooler this year. By the end of this year, we're going to look back and go, wow, you guys busted your butts for us this year. And we'll change, that, We're going to change the name to Because You Support Us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because You Loved Me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Celine Dion will be our new theme song for uh, for, no, no, for 2023. No. <laughs> but... Yeah, I was I'm very excited about all the stuff that we have
1: in the no, world I think I think it's awesome it's uh to your point hundred percent amazed by the people that came uh, how many people came out and supported it's it is always humbling right it's mm-hmm. it's beyond humbling um, and but to your point too it's it's you know it's all these things that we do you know is we do it because we love it but it's also
0: nice to not lose money right like hey i look you know? I, I always approach i always approach this as i don't mind spending the money right. but i don't want it to be a drain forever yes exactly and and this one of the reasons i mean i'm just going to tell you i won't give you numbers because frankly it's none of your business however <laughs> because of your support we have made a significant amount more through buy me a coffee and through your memberships than we ever did with ad, yeah with, ad, with right. ads right right and mm-hmm. i find the show is a lot e- more a lot easier to listen to without an ad break and it's easy for us to edit i mean i i can edit a show in 20 minutes most weeks and well, you know that's that's a big deal but you guys made that possible the, the 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 ad break is now the reading of the names which okay i don't think anyone actually minds that sometimes i think people just buy a membership just so they get to hear their name on the podcast and get plugged. And that's fine. That's awesome. Listen, that's what we're here for. (laughs) And and so, I
1: mean, all the podcasts I listen to, again, I don't, I don't fault anyone for doing anything. I, I'm not, I, I think we all do the amount of effort and content and effort and whatever that we put into this Mm -hmm. deserves whatever kind of way you can make money off of it. Um, and I don't not listen to podcasts that have sponsors, Mm -hmm. but I will say I do enjoy the podcasts that are uh, listener supported. I, I, I just appreciate that. I don't Mm -hmm. enjoy is not the right word, but I appreciate that because I think it's, it's more of a connection, right? It's, it's your, you guys are funding what we're doing. Versus us having to do an ad read. And yes, you can skip, you can do the 15 seconds and skip through two minutes of ad read. You know, Mm -hmm. that's fine. And, and I also understand, like, I understand that there's podcasts that, that works for them. That's great. 100%. Yeah.
0: there's
1: There's nothing, I'm not doing any, you know.
0: Hey, we did it. I mean, oh yeah, I'm not taking any kind model. of shade on that yeah. at
1: all. But I, but personally, I like I, I enjoy the fact when it's a uh, listener supported, and so I'm happy that we are listener supported.
0: I actually prefer listener supported as yes. as a mechanism because if you get if you hear a list of names being read and that mm-hmm. list gets longer every right. week, that's a pretty good indication that people are sticking around. I mean, one of the coolest things to me was you know as we <laughs> it just so happened to coincide that that buy me a coffee started changing over their payment processor around the time that we were hitting our 1 year so i was like oh great we're going to hit 1 year and no one's going to renew because it's going to be such a hassle to do it and every day i get one or two notifications on my phone from buy me a coffee telling me that people have renewed and it's like oh okay maybe this maybe we are doing something right because people felt the need to jump back in even though it was not frictionless Right, you know, it right. would have been very easy to just go, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> right. So not worth the hassle. Right. It's been it's been a f- it's been a really fun year. You know, there have been times I you know, I one of the craziest things I was listening to Friday's episode of making it this morning mm-hmm. and they were talking about Was it was it making it that they were talking? Yeah, I think it was where they were talking about the um, the numbers overall for podcasts and video being down. Yeah, yeah, and was, I'm I just going to tell you straight up that happened with us too. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, I've, we've talked about it. There was a big fall off this year, but then when I hear a big show like that, you know, they talk, they've talked about it. They get seventy to seventy-five thousand downloads a month. That's their number, and they're seeing a fall off. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if they're seeing a fall off, then I have no right to expect us not to hit some kind of fall off.
1: Well, and that's and that and that's what <laughs> I think Bob said. It, it was like don't take this around like i'm not happy that <laughs> right anyone else is d- experiencing this but it is it is comforting to know deep down that it's like it it's when, not just us right when like, you're part of a larger yeah.
0: trend it's a lot easier than standard. thinking you're yeah. doing something industry wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Yeah, that that did feel a little bit better, you know, hearing
1: him say that. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, and it's that was a really good episode, actually. I think so too. Making it, not that making it needs a shout out, but I know I thought that was, I thought it was a a good kind of New Year episode in the sense of it does. it, It They did put things in perspective for even small channels and small content creators and whatever it's it's there's they still worry about these things and they still don't know whether they should just whether they should ride the wave or whatever i i don't know i just thought it was a really good
0: yeah and you perspective well, the first thing you start doing the first thing you start doing when when the numbers when numbers start dropping is you start wondering what you're doing wrong Right, like it's even if you even if you don't obsess over the numbers, when you start seeing a steady decline for a couple of weeks in a row, your first natural human reaction is, "What am I doing wrong? What am I mm-hmm. doing differently? What's not working anymore?" And often, it really has nothing to do with you. Right. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I, I'm one of the things. I, I it's weird that we're having this conversation because just this morning I was listening to Clamp because I listened to Clamp. Clamp. They the boys over at Clamp know that every morning when they drop an episode, they get moved to the top of the queue and (laughs) I listen to them first. Yeah. Um, They were talking this week about changing some stuff up with their show. And, you know, they've already changed their theme song, which is funny because we've kind of picked a song in the same general feel (laughs) as theirs, which I think is really, really funny. Yeah. Um, I was really just looking for something new and it just so happens that it's very similar. So I guess we are following the trend of the boys over at Clamp. But they were talking about, you know, changing up the podcast and changing the not being so rigid with their format and maybe jumping right into the topic instead of spending a lot of time, you know, in the beginning, which I thought was interesting because I actually liked that part of the conversation. But spending at the beginning talking about what they've been working on and stuff like that. And should they have more guests? Should they have fewer guests? And it's really funny because these this is all emblematic of the kind of conversations and I I don't know how much of this you have going on, but these are the conversations that go on in my head. You know, do we need to change something up? Do we need to because we have, for the most part, since about episode 50, kind of settled into a format. Yeah. And it's yeah, but I think that's one of the it's familiar for people. I know that this new theme song is going to throw people off for a little while. (laughs) They're going to hear it and it's not going to be us anymore. But I,
1: my opinion is well, my opinion, right, wrong, or indifferent is that so much of it comes down to what works for you, mm-hmm. and um, because here and here's what I mean by that is, um, yes, you, there are trends that you need, you know, that you could chase and um, maybe get more views and stuff like that. And I think at the at, at the end of the day all that stuff is very cyclical, cyclical. And, and I think what resonates most and what generates most, loyal, you know, community, right? Not followers. I, I hate saying that, but like what generates that is when you are the happiest doing what you like to do and mm-hmm. what you're comfortable doing. And so if the, if it's, if there's a new trend or something that or something that isn't working and that fits in with with what you're comfortable doing or what makes you happy then absolutely go for it mm-hmm. if it's something that you are that you really don't like or you don't want to do then that's going to even if you do that
0: it's going to the it's gonna show that you don't enjoy it. We always talk about this. Yeah. It, yeah. the, the audience knows you hate what you're doing long right. before you do. Exactly, <laughs> and they're gone by the time you realize they're already gone. You've exactly. already lost I, them. I, I, I believe that, and yeah. So I, I I
1: strongly believe that if if it's something that works with your brand or with what you enjoy doing, then absolutely incorporate oh. that.
0: If you I don't even, like
1: doing it, then then. It's even if it even if the algorithm says that you should do it,
0: you shouldn't because it's it's going to backfire on you. That's my it, opinion. It but it always backfires. Yeah. It always backfires if you're dragging your butt to a podcast and then just kind of half-assing it all the way through and phoning it in week after week. Well, then your audience is going to start phoning it in. And one of the things I really enjoyed about the discussion that they had on Clamp was that it wasn't so much about how does our how does our audience feel about this even though mm-hmm. they did kind of mention that right it wasn't about how does our audience feel it's like how do we feel and are we happy with this and, and that's I mean, the right that's the right conversation it, it's so the right attitude yes, because 100% as much as i love what they're doing right now exactly as it is the fact that they're asking that question means they're be they're self-aware enough to know that yeah. maybe this isn't exactly what we want to do and maybe we should touch it up a little bit i think that's freaking fantastic i no, think i think i think that's and i'm not
1: surprised because and i and i'll be fo- fully transparent i have not listened to that episode but, but i'm not surprised because <laughs> i i know the three of them and you know they, they are introspective that way and mm-hmm. i think that's again i think that's what they're they're very good at understanding what what they like and what makes them happy 100%. right and and i think that's why their podcast works and why their content works and all of those things is they they do it because i almost think sometimes to a not to a fault but they they are very committed to like the style that they like or whatever yes. and you know and, and i and i love grant for that cuz grant will always you know tell me straight about things right that he thinks agrees with or disagrees with and I think that's a really solid way of going about it is do what is right for you not what's right for the algorithm
0: I think I think one of the reasons I loved that episode I mean this is like a, cl- a gigantic clamp plug I better not hear crap from Grant about us <laughs> not talking about him as much as we used to however um, I do love the fact that they had that conversation when I felt like I needed to hear it the most. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I don't feel like we're going through any kind of identity crisis. No. I mean, at least for enough, at least for a little while, nothing's changing except the theme song. And the only reason the theme song changes because there's no better chance to do it than after you've been off for three weeks. Okay. <laughs> right.
1: ah, well, however. and buy me
0: a coffee. We're changing that too. Exactly. Yeah. We're well. We're. Ch- there's going to be a lot of changes this year, that's. <laughs> but I'm excited about these changes. Yeah. I'm not doing them to reignite a spark or right. because I feel like things need to be refreshed, right? Except for maybe the theme song. The theme song is <laughs> completely cosmetic. I get it. But I love that... I love that I got to hear them having this conversation. I'm like, yep, that's conversation I've been having. Do we need to change it? Because even though I knew it was an industry downturn, like podcasts are down, video downloads are down, all this stuff is down. Even though I know all this, I'm still looking at the numbers going... I don't know. <laughs> like, Am I doing this? Is this the right thing? Are we doing something wrong? And then I started thinking, like, I have come on this podcast a million times and said, don't obsess over your numbers, just be aware mm-hmm. of them. And there I was obsessing over the numbers. Yeah. I'm like, no, screw that. You stick with what worked and you just ride it. And if it's really not working, it's never going to work. Right. And then we had the Jimmy episode. And look, you're going to you, when you have Jimmy on your podcast, you get a spike in downloads. When you have any of these big names, you get a spike in downloads, right? And I'm not I'm not under any illusion that when we get the numbers for this week's episode that it's going to be anywhere near a Jimmy Duresta episode, no. okay? We're not ridiculous. We understand. However, that's just proof of concept. It means mm-hmm. the format does work. And if people get tired of it, we'll know before you guys probably will know. <laughs> well, You're start changing things in the middle of the year. It's like, uh oh. <laughs> right. You can, I, I will tell you up front. If we start changing things in June things are bad. (laughs) If it's anything other than what we talked about at the beginning of this show, something's going very, very wrong. the good thing is some of you joined for a year, which means we get another, we get shows until at least January. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: No, I, I mean, for me, Instagram is a perfect example of that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we all know that that's where I'm most active and I, you know, I go through waves like there's there yeah. a couple like maybe a month ago it was insane I mean I won't I won't lie it, nothing I my posts are doing really really well and doing and by that I mean doing really really well more than they should right mm-hmm. um, and it, and then recently they've dropped off and and they still do really well I'm not I'm not complaining about my numbers at all Um but You know, at the same time, like, well, tonight I posted the, my annual, we built a thing for the, (laughs) uh, we built, uh, we built a thing podcast. They, they give a challenge coin out and last year they was the first year they did the coin and I made a belt buckle with the stupid pun and now it's become an annual thing. That's my thing is if something happens twice as a tradition, I don't know if that's a thing, but for me, that is a thing. Anyways, so I did that, and I know that that, that, that tonight's post is going to do horrible. Like, number-wise, horrible. I mean, it, it, it already is. I can tell by the the numbers. Um, but, like I, I, like, I did that because I had fun doing it. I love doing it. I love those guys. I love their podcasts. And you know what? That's more important, right? That keeps me happy and more motivated to be on the platform and to continue to create. Than than something I that I would probably do like ten times fifty times better, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's I, sometimes there's things that are more important than the numbers,
0: the and numbers, I think that's important to keep in perspective. I you know the numbers are an indicator, but yeah. they're not everything. They're well, not, You can't control them either. That's right. the other thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and that that's that's it. You can't control them. You you do what you're gonna do till you can't do it anymore. And that doesn't mean you stubbornly stare in the face of bad feedback and go, I'm not changing. No, I, no, right. but but that's not what's happening right now. So it's right. fine. Everything's fine. Numbers are up, numbers are down. You know what? Do what you're doing. I loved I loved the I loved what they did on Clamp this morning because having that conversation those are the kind of conversations that people who aren't content creators don't have because they don't mm-hmm. understand that those are the conversations that go on they don't know they just don't know and it's not their fault it's just not something you would know unless you make content and sometimes you know i joke about not having a youtube channel or not being a content creator i forget about this podcast as content because oh, it's yeah. not right. but i do think about the same things i just think about mm-hmm. them in different contexts that's why hearing someone else having these internal conversations for everyone else to hear it, it was just it was great It was great. It felt good. It was a good episode. Probably one of my favorite episodes of Clamp. um, In a couple of weeks, a couple of months. I'm excited to listen again. It's a good one. I I haven't haven't listened, but I'm excited. I can't imagine. But by the way, if you're not listening to Clamp and you're listening to this podcast, which I think that's really weird, because I'm pretty sure that every time one of them gets suggested, the other one gets suggested on every podcast search engine. (laughs) But if you're not, you should definitely check out Clamp, the Creating, Living, and Making podcast with Adam Mackey, Grant Alexander, and Morley Kurt. It's a really good podcast.
1: It's it's, it's so funny that you say that. I remember uh, I was listening to the Modern Maker podcast like way, way, this is way, 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 way back, and they they were like talking about making it, and which I had not discovered yet, mm-hmm. and uh, and they're like, I'm pretty sure the audience, like the crossover, is. Pretty much a hundred percent, but it wasn't because I I wasn't. <laughs> wasn't. So there you go. Like the yeah. the crossover de- isn't necessarily there. So
0: I always find that interesting. It's like, oh yeah, you guys listen to us. You must listen to you know you right, must exactly. to Clamp or making our way or you right. know any of our friends that do shows. And it's like uh, not necessarily uh, no. right. Well, I mean, look, we had I had we had Keith as um, as a co-host. I had Keith mm-hmm. as a co-host. When we had Steve when we had Steve Mosley on. And I didn't even know he had a podcast right. until no, about a month exactly. before he was on the show. And I knew him and I knew of the Working Hands podcast, but it wasn't one I was listening to, even though the overlap is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like it should be anyway. I imagine like I hear people that when I hear people I know as paid supporters of his show. So I know that there's people that listen, but it's just really funny. Yeah, you just assume that the overlap is there. which But it's not. Maybe that's something we need to do more. We need to be more proactive about promoting our friends who have podcasts. I mean... Not that we're such a huge, you know, such I a. I mean, huge well, you got to listen to us first. That's the one. Yeah, I, I, like. yeah. By the way, don't go listening to everyone, then not listen to us. <laughs> that's not the way this works. This is not going to. No, no, us first. Me, me, me. I, I, I.
1: But that's what this community is about: is me first, then the rest of you.
0: Listen, there's a reason there's an I in community. Okay, community starts <laughs> with. It may start with a C, but it's nothing without I. Okay. <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I guess I'm just gonna say it because you guys have been following the saga. Um, that's all the housekeeping stuff out of the way, anyway. So I might as well just get to the personal stuff. I'm just gonna put it out there and finally say the magic words that I've been talking about forever. My house is sold. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so so. We. I, don't,
1: I, I think I might be the third most excited person. <laughs> I'm Might not, be. I, I mean that though I, i'm genuinely like that's yeah that's awesome man
0: we had the inspection um the inspection of the house was a couple of days before it was the 27th yep 20 was it 27 whatever it was either a couple of days before christmas or a couple of days before new year's i'm not 100 percent sure which one Somebody's gonna call you out vincent yeah somebody well somebody knows better than me i'm sure and i probably could look <laughs> but i that would require me to stop talking and look, and I'm not doing that. But yeah, we well, got the, um, we basically got a great offer. It was very close to what we wanted. Um, they understood the fact that this is a 70 year old house, and you know, no matter how good you maintain a 70 year old house, it's a 70 year old house. It right. has it, you know, it's it's a 70 year old house. You're not going to walk into a 70 year old house and have it just be perfectly livable and have nothing to do. It's just not possible. Right. But it's in very good shape. And these people, they made a good offer. They weren't going to haggle on the price. They did the inspection. They came back and said they weren't going to ask for anything based on the inspection results. Normally, wow. you get the inspection results, and that's your negotiation tool to get the price down more. They did not do that. Nice. All they wanted, they wanted like for the appra- for appraisal purposes. I had to put a handrail in my basement because only one side of the steps had a handrail. So I had to put up. I had to put up a handrail. Thank God for Al from New York Woodworks, mm-hmm. because he gave me the idea of just putting a 2x4. I didn't quite just put a 2x4. I made it nice, but it was a good idea because I went to Home Depot and handrail was like $85 yeah, for a 10-foot handrail. Stupid, it's expensive ridiculous.
1: for no reason. Yeah, yeah
0: it is no literally there's no reason for it. Right. So I made my own. I took a 2x4, I cut it to the right height, and then I, cu- I rounded it over with the router and hung it, put a support up on one end and attached it to the wall on the other. And got them some paperwork about the taxes. And I just have to clean out the the woods behind the house. Which is weird because I didn't make the prior owners clean it out. There's like, I don't know how many decades of stuff back there. But I got a good <laughs> chunk of it out. So, the house is sold. The house That's is sold. Awesome, yeah. um, we're just waiting for the contract to come back from their lawyer. And we should be closing somewhere around the end of February, the first week of March. So I awesome and find a place so, to live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you your shop is almost ready, right? Yes, and Monday, Monday I start moving into my shop. Um they're putting a lock on the door this week. because um, I talked to the I talked to the building manager. I said I said I got to start moving in. I said, but I'm a little concerned about putting my tools <laughs> in that room because there's no lock on the door yet. He goes well, there is a lock, but I don't know who has the key. He goes, I think I have the key. If I don't, we'll take that lock off. I'll put a lock on there. I'll put a key code lock on there so you don't even oh, need perfect. a key. I'm like, yeah. even better. Just a combo right. lock. I can give. If I need someone to get me a tool or if somebody needs a, to borrow a tool, they can have access to the room. Awesome. So, yeah, <sighs> that's moving along. Um, and the coolest thing that happened to me. So yeah. I was sitting there last weekend. Was it last weekend or the weekend before? This is the weekend before. I know it's, it's crazy when we. I yeah. don't even know. Like without a without an episode as a marker, I have no concept of time anymore. <laughs> but I was sitting there and I'm like, you know, Emily Emily Joyce, our good friend, mm-hmm. um, is doing a class in, oh, copper, yeah. in metal etching, and she's doing it in. She's in. She's near Cleveland, and I'm like, I really want to go to this. So, I really want to go. Yeah, to I'm this. super jealous. But I yeah. really want to go to this. I really want to go to this. And I'm like, well, it's only a seven hour drive. Like it's not that bad. It's doable. I've done mm-hmm. longer. Oh yeah. I've s- done sit- way longer. Man. I'm sitting there. I, I Sometimes it took me three hours to get from Queens to suffer coming home from work. <laughs> so, I mean, I can do a real drive. Right. So I'm sitting there going, I really want to go. And finally I said, you know what? Screw it. I went on the website and I bought myself admission to the class so i tell i tell emily i was like look who's coming to ohio I, for I his I love birthday. that she's doing that. Has she done these before? <laughs> she does. She I think she's I'm pretty sure she's done classes before. Okay, but yeah. The, I don't know why how that how i missed that, but that's this is, awesome. This yeah, i am very very excited yeah, because copper yeah. etching copper is something i have all the stuff to do, but yeah. it, it's literally been i'm not even joking. The last time i did it was high school. And it's been one so of those, cool. I want to do this, but I don't really have the memory of how to do this. Right. So, right. And I could stumble my th- way through it, but... I probably could. Yeah. Um, I Like but. I said, I have all the chemicals, I have the resist paper, I have everything, but to to just go there in a couple of weeks and to have an expert teach me, much better, much better. So I am going to Ohio next week. <laughs> And I am going to be hanging with, not next week. Is it next week? Yeah, it is. Holy crap, it's next week. Um, I'm going to be hanging out with the one and only Emily Joyce. And this is mind-boggling to me because right before, well, when we had Ashley Minnie on, um, I talked about how Emily Joyce had become my favorite artist, how I loved her work, and I thought she was super talented, and then I gushed all over her you know, when she was on the podcast talking about how much I loved her stuff and I own mm-hmm. a couple of pieces of hers and how I love watching her work. And well, now I'm just going to go hang out with her and her family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, NBD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I get to be, I get to be a little bit starstruck and I get to hang out with someone who I really, really adore. And <laughs> I'm, it's going to be the best birthday week I've had in years. I haven't That's had, awesome. I'll be honest with you. I haven't had a whole lot of good birthday weeks the last couple of years. So yeah. this is going to, this is going to be nice. I mean, it you went, it, thank you. Thank you. So that, that's it. That's, that's, that's what's going on with me, man. I mean, I saw, saw my house, moving my shop, got to find a place to live, going to Ohio. Yeah.
1: Nothing going on in 2022. <laughs> it's know, like, it's like, like Jesus, it's, only,
0: it's only January. <laughs> I, know, <right?
1: laughs> I know. It's like, I love when like, it's like, uh, when the, the, like, best movie of 2022 (laughs) it's it's january
0: 2nd like there's still a lot of movies to come out can we talk about can we talk about one thing that was driving me crazy though Mm -hmm. at the end of at the end of the year people like on december 30th and december 31st like well i finally made enough money to stop working for the rest of the okay we get it the you made everyone oh god the jokes and you know, <laughs> people on the 31st going i'll see you next year all right stop <laughs> hilarious oh you know where's my knee <laughs> how is uh what do you got going on you know it, 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 we we're we we're talking before we started
1: recording and I don't really know exactly how to, like, what the right phrase is or what the right... <laughs> but, no, I mean, in as I said earlier, I'm not a big person on resolutions. I'm not even a big person on, like, goals because I feel like goals are very, like, definitive. They're very, like, sing- singular or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just... So, I don't like that, but I like... But I do like thinking about what I want to do, right? Okay. What I want to change, what I want, all those kinds of things. And one of the things I going, coming into, and, and I've been thinking about this for the last couple of months and I, and I think I'm using the new year as maybe some motivation for it, but, um, I, I want to be more planned not planned. I don't even know what the right word is, but more like purposeful intentional with, to coin Morley kurt's best word what intentional intentional yeah intentional purposeful one of those definitely is the the right word okay with with what i want to do with ethan card designs Ooh. and what i mean by that is that i think for the past i, I started this whole thing in 2018 um and I think for most of the time, you know, I've been making some products and selling some products and making content, all those things. And I, I, my, my thought process through that whole time is, one, first and foremost, and this will never change, is first and foremost, I do it because I want to do it. I, I love doing what I'm doing. And I love being like the community around me. I, I genuinely mean that. Um, but I've never, I've, it's oh, like making money. And making a brand and all those things have always kind of been like secondary to that. I think what it what I mean by that is that I've always I've always kind of had the mindset of like, I'm gonna build I I wanna build I'll build the audience and the community, and then I'll start doing things with that.
0: Hmm.
1: And I don't mean that in a way of like selling out or just like all of a sudden being like I'm going to make money at this thing that I've been doing, whatever. That's not what I mean by that. But I mean, it, it's always been more of like, if I build, you know, if I do good, great content and I do what I'm passionate about and all those things um, and build an audience and stuff like that, you know, things will come, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make
0: sense? Yeah, no, it's, that's, I mean, that's a perfect, that's the Prototype the archetypical, prototypical, it's a very good strategy that a lot of people have employed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. And, and, and I, I mean that. So, anyways, so
1: I think for 2022, what I want to be is I want to be a little bit more purposeful or intentional to your point um, with, with the, the business side of it or, or making, making it, so I don't lose money every month, basically. Right. <laughs> then, like, that, like that's kind of my goal is that I, I don't know. I want to, I want to increase my brand. I want to, uh, I want to, you know what I want to do? I want to like, I'm, I'm I've never, I've, I've always kind of just been like, if, if a brand comes to me, that's awesome. Like mm-hmm. that's, and that's way more comfortable for me. Right. I'm not, I'm not a, that's that's a comfort zone that I'm willing to deal with, right? Where they're coming to me. So I've proven myself they're coming to me. Um, but that doesn't work a lot, right? Like that's not a great business model. So I, so for one example, it was like, if there's a brand I want to work with or I'm making a project and I'm using a brand, I want to reach out to them and be like, I'm doing this thing I think we'd be you know let's let's partner with this right. would you sponsor this or give free product or give an affiliate link or whatever I mm-hmm. want to be more purposeful about
0: that kind of side of Ethan Carter designs does that make sense that's that's a really I'll tell you what if you can pull that off that's a really good growth strategy
1: yeah uh, and, I, I, and
0: and and I know it's not going to be
1: and it might not work but like that's i i want to be well it won't work if you don't even try it thank you and th- I, I guess <laughs> that's that's the main so... goal for me for 2022 is like is if it you're never going to get that if you don't
0: try right that's, yeah exactly and there's nothing look it, what's the worst case you fail and you don't get a lot of them mm-hmm. but then you get some and you build relationships with the people who came along for the ride like What's the that's the worst outcome? <laughs> you're not going to get nobody. Right. Right? You're going to get you're going to get some bites on that hook. I mean, it's just you you'll have to. I can't imagine no one's going to So, okay, you take what you get and you go with the rest. What and, and you know, and it's not even about Yeah, exactly.
1: And so there's that side of it. I just I feel like that's something I a person I, I and I think that comes from a, a personal um hang-up that I have that I don't like like reaching out and asking for money not even money but whatever right yeah it's a really like a big hang up for me so i know that that's a thing so i i want to get over that but then i also want to just like i want to expand on the brand and my community and all those things so uh one of the things i started just recently is uh, is I started a blog on my website and (laughs) can't believe it. I know.
0: And and I guarantee
1: there's probably like two people that read it and that's fine. But one, you know, one, I want to bring people to my website. Right. So Mm there was that, but I think bigger than that, it's one of those things where kind of like a podcast, I feel like blogs or anything like that is a way to connect with your audience or your you know, your community in a more personal way that, and so I want to do that. So things like, so I want to do that. Right. So I want to do that. Um, so there's a lot of things like that that I want to do in 2022. I don't know if that, I don't know.
0: Those are, those are the, okay. So it's funny, you know, since we transitioned to talking about goals, let me put, let me put in perspective where your goals are as far as my goals. Right. Okay. Okay. I want to hit 4,000 followers on IG. I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's even realistic, honestly, because that would almost mean doubling my number of followers. But that's the number I want to shoot for. 75,000 downloads for this podcast. Mm -hmm. We're at about 56,000-ish now. So it's not a bad number. I want to be in an apartment, have my new shop, start making metal jewelry, and put one YouTube video up every month for the entire year. Those are my goals for the year. Those are all achievable goals, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The amount of work that's going to take is what it is. But those are achievable goals. And to me, this is the first year where I've ever committed those to something where I can look at them and check in on them. I have them as a list in Todoist where I can look at that list and say, what have I not accomplished this year? Like, what have I not accomplished? and Start working on that thing. Like if I go, oh, you know what? I haven't really started making metal jewelry. Well, okay, I take the course with Emily and I just – instead of just coming home and going, that was fun. No, I come home and I start applying what I learned and start tinkering and figuring things out. That's what I'm talking about. Like being being Morley's word. I love that it's Morley's word because I associate this word with him so much Being intentional Mm -hmm. about achieving those goals, not just having them as like mile markers in the back of my mind, but like going after them. Like, if I want 75,000 downloads for Because We Make, what can I do? Well, we can make Jimmy the fourth, the third mic on the show, and we could hit (laughs) 75,000, right? Like, but short of that, what else can we do? Right, And I feel like that's the kind of thing like, okay, what are you going to do to make this happen? Not just let it happen. Like, granted, 4,000 followers on Instagram, there's probably nothing I can do to that except just keep putting content on Instagram. I I, I think that's exactly
1: what you just said was what can i do versus
0: what like what right i already i already missed the <laughs> saying but what's in my control versus what's not right and right. that's why that's why i didn't make all my goals like analytics or like statistics there are some of those but those are out of my control yeah right but then there are some that i can i can absolutely achieve a new shop Right, right. Like there's, there's no. I don't have to wait for that to happen and for it to fall into place. I can make that happen. I yeah. can make metal jewelry happen. I can, you know. Originally, funny because this had one more item on it before I committed it to To Doist, and it was sell my house. Mm-hmm. You know, and hey, I already kicked off the new year by doing the biggest thing on the Grushing list, it. which is yeah. sell the house. You know. So yeah, I no, I get, I get what you're doing with with Ethan Carter Designs, and. I, 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 I want I I to make it
1: something, right? Like it's like I said before. It's 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 up until this point. It's been a passion, mm-hmm. and and I'm super happy with that. And I'm like, it's it's introduced me to so many people. Um, it's given me so many opportunities, like this podcast, and it's just it's been amazing. But what's the next? You know, what's next? Like, how do I make that something?
0: and that, that's the and
1: question I hate, I hate saying it because i it, it goes against everything i how do i make it more than that that ma- that makes it sound like it's that
0: i that but, what but, i have right now isn't enough and but, that's not but the that's case a, that's no see that's that's i i think a lot of people think that way right yeah it's like if i look at what i have and go how can i have more that isn't you being ungrateful for what you have it's saying this is a world of abundance and if i've done this i can do this and if i've done this i can do this and if i've done you know it's like when you're doing when you're doing couch to 5k Mm -hmm. and you you know the whole philosophy of couch to 5k is that you start out walking almost the entire time and by the end of eight weeks you're running a 5k right you know and if and the, the way the reason it works is because after the first week you're like well if i if I ran that much, I can run this much. Right. It's not because you're not grateful that you ran as much as you did. It's just you know you could run a little bit more. And the more you add on to it, the more you challenge yourself, and the more you push yourself, the more you make that goal achievable. And it's pretty damn amazing when you stop on the eighth week and you cross off that last run and you go, I don't believe it. I started out not being able to run for more than 20 seconds at a time I just ran a 5K, right? You know, it's it's. Yeah, I mean, no, I, it, I think that's, that's exactly it. You're I mean, running the 5K with Ethan Carter Designs, right? You've right. already you've already gotten halfway through the course, but right. now you want to see, like, hey, let's you know, you got a really nice car. Let's see what happens when I punch the gas and see where it really wants to go. Yeah, no, it, 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 that's exactly. It. I mean, so I, it,
1: that's that's what I want from 2022 is just to get out of my own way in terms of my
0: own. Not insecurities, but my own like reservations about your own website is something that you know, and this is not me slagging on you, but your own website has been something you've been dragging your ass on since I met you. Oh, yeah, no, I (laughs) I still have a shop, I still
1: have a shop. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, there's I mean, there's absolutely no reason for people to go to my website right now. Um, and but that's part of it, it's like I, you know, that. Again, the blog, I think, is is something that is more a, a, of a way of, you know, relating to people and, and making myself human. And I think that's a really important thing. Well, at least for me, as part of the, my brand is I want to be, you know, I want to be human. I want to be a person. And that's why I think I love this podcast, too. I think that's what podcasts really, really do, right? Podcasts make people human. We talked about it with Jimmy, right? I was, I thought Jimmy was like super intimidating and... And a tough guy until I listened to his (laughs) podcast. And then I realized he was a big teddy bear and one of the sweetest guys I've ever met. You know? Yep. So, yeah. I, and I think that's – I guess that's part of, like, what I want the blog to be is – and I know that there's probably three people that will read it. And that's just, okay. and that's fine. I'm not going to – you know, I'm not but, putting but, but a ton here's, of effort in that. Here's what's
0: going to happen, though. Here's what's going to happen. And this is what invariably happens with every form of content that everyone creates throughout the entirety of history. You create the content, you put it out in the world, and you go, bye-bye content, go grow. Mm-hmm. And then one day, somebody discovers your obscure video on making resin pendants, and you end up with 10,000 views (laughs) on a video, and it becomes your most viewed video, right? Right. You don't know, right? But one way it doesn't do anything is if it never gets out there. Right. So that's why my YouTube videos perform like garbage. I know they do. I'm but I'm at a point I don't need my YouTube videos to do well, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that I have no pressure on me with YouTube is what makes me enjoy doing it even though yes. nobody watches them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think and I think that's also like that's part of my goal too is like to continue that mm-hmm. that feeling because I do have that I I I feel like I've uh created a very healthy relationship with like Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Where I put out things that I think will do well and they generally do. And then I put out things that I know probably won't do well and they typically don't. And I'm ha- I'm okay with either that. And, and then there's times when both of those things are reversed and the things that I'm re- think will do well, don't do well. Mm-hmm. And I accept that. And yep. then, because that's outbalanced by the things that I think are horrible, stupid projects (laughs) that some, for some reason do really, really well. And so I know that those two things, you know, there's the yin and yang of that. Right.
0: Yep. you can't, you can't can't predict. So you might as well just put it out, like put it out, put it out. You know, and this is the one thing I got to say, this is the one thing that Andy Pugh is a, it's just something he says, like on a regular basis, like just put it out. Just put mm-hmm. it out. And I know there's multiple schools of thought, right? There are two schools of thought. There's if you if you're not putting out super high quality stuff, it's not going to get the engagement people you want and it's going to be discouraging, whatever. But then the other school of thought is, well, okay, fine. And that's probably maybe to a degree that's true. But the flip side is if you don't put anything out, right, no one's gonna see it. <laughs> I, I, I think what it is from what I my what I
1: prescribe to is Put out something that you're happy with. Uh It doesn't have to be a banger, right? It doesn't have to be something that you think is going to revolutionize the world, right? But if you think it's like, even if it's a stupid project, like what I did tonight (laughs) and posted tonight, (laughs) even if it's like super silly and stupid, it's still like, for me, it was fun and it was like a project. And, you know, there still might be somebody that watches that video and gets something out of it. Yeah. I'm happy
0: with that. Hey, sometimes sometimes you make an ugly wallet and break the internet. I mean, right, sometimes exactly, it sometimes you make a a <laughs> ugly ugly wallet and then it becomes a $430 wallet and it's brilliant. So, <laughs> that was one of the greatest moments of our time off, by the way. And yeah. what was amazing is that that happened with no podcast to promote it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: I I couldn't believe so um so, so that whole campaign raised almost ten thousand dollars for no way yeah almost ten I think it was nine hundred I'm gonna get the number wrong but it's close it's close enough nine hundred and ninety six hundred dollars or something like that just wow. under ten thousand dollars that campaign raised the ugly ugly wallet party I mean
0: look. It, that's the kind of thing that where it's like, oh, I get a chance to do something good. And yeah. I'm just going to tell you just outright, you know, cause every one of the people that did this is in our community of listeners. Mm-hmm. But when I donated, I didn't expect, and I really do feel bad about breaking your auction. Like with one donation. <laughs> you, you did. And you were the only one. And um thank you, Vincent. It was way over you the top.
1: It, it, no, it, it, but it was, but yes,
0: but, but, but you know what charity. it was is what, <laughs> Your over-the-top one was what generated mm-hmm. the, the rest of it. So then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Chris Rayleigh from Route 9 signs. <laughs> well, first of all, you matched it, which yes. is like, because you had never heard of the charity, which was awesome. The charity <laughs> yeah, was being amazing. Trinity Place Shelter. Um, so you, you matched it, which mm-hmm. just I was just choked up like nobody's business when you said you were matching well, and, it. And, and honestly, I had no plan to do that. Until you until you donated what you did. So I appreciate that so much. I appreciate it for them too, because they're good people. They're yeah, just genuinely sure. good people. And then and then Chris Rayleigh from Route Nine Signs swoops in. He matches my donation. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the hell is even going on here? And then Robert J. Keller swoops in and matches the donation. And then Emmett comes in with a big donation and it's like, You guys. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, here's here's the
1: funniest thing, Vincent. Is, hmm. So uh, so um, uh, Rowan Wade, um, Rowan Wick. I always say that wrong. Rowan, <laughs> Rowan uh, Wade. He, he's, the, it's he's a whole the, different
0: thing. You're going to want to talk about with that one, buddy. I know, I know. <laughs> uh,
1: um, but he's the one that has put together Leathercraft Collective or whatever, and so he's the one that put on the um ugly wallet party. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, he's got a bunch of people making these things. So he has like a form to fill out. So I filled out the form. And, you know, I said the wallet, you know, it was like how much do the wallet sell for? Who is the person? What's the donation? All those things. So, I did all that the, the day that you, uh, the day that the auction closes, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so, a couple of days later, after all these matches and stuff, I, I, I just <laughs> DM'd him. And I was like, listen, I don't know if you want to count this for the, <laughs> you know, for, for the add up or whatever. But we had, we had uh, three other people, like... Match and donate to 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 this, and so it ended up being this much money. Like, what you don't have to include it, but if you want to, this is what <laughs> technically the wallet raised. And he was like, "Oh my gosh, I don't think I, he's like I don't I didn't have anyone else have anyone that matched the donations." Wow! So
0: that just goes to show you how cool. our people are the best people. Yes, exactly. Our people are the best people. Yep, yep. And it's just. I, I, I could tell you. I was, story I, was, after, I was so touched by all that. I could tell you story after story of the conversations I had with people that we both know over the course of our break. And it's just, I'm just saying, we are surrounded by some of the best people on the planet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I knew that, and I say it, and I don't have to think about it when I say it because I do believe it's true. But. A couple of conversations that I had over the last couple of weeks with a couple of very special people. Y'all know who you are. And when you hear this, yes, I'm talking about you. Um, I had some conversations that really, really brought me back to Earth a little right. bit when I was just, like, scraping the bottom, like, being dragged through everyday life. And when I needed it, I had yeah. my people there. Yeah, And it's just... This community kicks ass, and I, I I appreciate that Rowan Wick did the did the collective, did the party, did the whole thing. But I am so glad the way our people showed up. Yes, that, that's like go team, you know. Oh, absolutely. Well, like I said, like we,
1: it's just amazing because my wallet was definitely not the best at all, but we still for the I I feel like for the you know for the ratio of people and quality of wallet I think we raised the most money. I think
0: I think we did. I think yeah. we did well. <laughs> yeah, we did really we well.
1: Really well. And you um, and you you are the proud owner of the ugliest $430 dude, wallet let's ever. See,
0: this is not a comment on your workmanship but good lord is that thing ugly. Yeah, <laughs> Holy it's horrible. Crap, no, it's is horrible. it ugly? Yeah, it's horrible. But I will say this. I will say this. That red leather, is that district leather? The red leather? Yeah. Yeah, it's from district. Yeah. Just god it's gorgeous i
1: love that yeah Holy yeah crap is that it, it works so well too and in, in the it's uh
0: so soft the it works so well with it yeah oh, everything about it, it. it it's lovely that is a lovely that's a lovely piece of leather i might yeah. maybe i'll just get a, a seam ripper <laughs> and open it up <laughs> and just put some purple leather on it instead you do just it. have a purple and red wallet yeah. Um don't worry I'll 3D print your logo and I'll I'll emboss it on there for you <laughs> so it doesn't lose your logo but yeah I I think maybe this week maybe for the episode I'll just make Ethan's wallet the um <laughs> the, thumbnail,
1: the or thumbnail or whatever. Thumbnail. Yeah 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 cuz like
0: everyone will get the joke as soon as oh, they see it.
1: it. It is it is pretty hideous but
0: but also also I finally have and man did I appreciate the hell out of this. I finally have an Ethan Carter catch all. Oh yeah. Dude, this thing is awesome. You, I, how, okay, where did you get my logo? I just have to ask. No, because see. it's a very good engrave, which means you got it from somebody. Um, no, no, I got it off the web. So, wow! As far
1: as bad as I am with any kind of SVG <laughs> file or anything like that, I've I've become pretty good at, at taking logos off of uh, the internet, the interwebs <laughs> and and making them into cricket files. Wow, so, that's yeah. that's
0: impressive, man! Because yeah. that was a that's a pretty good engrave. Like I was yeah. like I was like I know he's I know we've passed around our logos. I know that we all know where to get each other's logos from at this point. Right. We want right. really high quality yep. copies. No. Like I if I, I want a logo, I, I when I did um, I did the um, the Secret Santa for mm-hmm. the makers on Zoom group. I just went to Jacob from Other Dog Designs, and I just got I just got Jerry's logo from him because I knew he had all the logos. Oh yeah. So like, He's like the he's like the archivist of logos for the group. But um, Well Wow. I do that I, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm assuming that way I was like
1: I save all those things. I'm like Very somebody's nice. gonna reach out at some point to yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So yeah, so I have I now have my um, catch all which by the way it has all the bracelets and stuff that were awesome. in my I had a 3D printed box on my dresser. And that's where everything was until I got around to making myself a jewelry box, which is what I was going to do for one of my videos this year, which I'm still going to do, but it looks a lot better in your catch than it did in a 3d printed plastic awesome. box. So no, I'm so awesome. happy.
1: I had been thinking, I've been wanting to make you one of those for a while. So it this, just seemed like the perfect time. So well,
0: when I got the envelope, I'm like, this is the heaviest wallet ever. And then I'm like, what the hell is in this package? And I open it up. <laughs> and the first thing that plops out is the, Catch all, and I'm like, oh, awesome! Like it's really nice leather. The stitching is beautiful. My logo looks great. The snaps are high quality. I'm like, I'm just not mm, doing oh, What is this ugly piece of crap? And then the wallet comes out. It's like, good <laughs> lord, what <laughs> like, is this ugly $430 piece of crap? I showed Beth the wallet, and she goes, "Well, it lived up to its name." <laughs> and I was like, yep, sure did.
1: <laughs> it sure did. How crazy though? I mean, is it's ugly, but how crazy is that green? Oh, it's cool as hell. I mean, it's hell. really, really cool. Uh, so that actually came is that that um, came from um, Maker Experiment. Um, ah, so he he was like cleaning out a shop because they were moving, and I don't know why he bought it, but that I think that actually also came from District Leather. And
0: uh, well, <laughs> so I was looking at Rowan and Wick, and some of the stuff it looks similar to other stuff that they're using and i'm assuming they get their stuff from the the stuff comes from district also maybe i don't know i don't
1: think a lot of people use district leather actually in 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 the leather working world Um, in the in the in the like production side of leather working right where that's their like main income if that makes sense. Like iridescent, I love leather green District because you can get really good panels. Like that's why I love them. You can mm-hmm. get really good panels of leather for a reasonable price and good shipping and stuff like that. But for people that are doing this as a, like selling goods, I don't think it's the most economical. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. It's, 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 it's bonkers.
1: It, I don't, it, anyone that is listening, you will just go find my ugly wallet. Post you and, can actually
0: watch Ethan make it if you really want to go crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> but, that's
1: pretty. It's pretty horrible.
0: Want to do some? Uh, you want to do some things of the week? Sure, let's do it. Cool, let's do it. You want to go first? Uh, sure. All um, right. No, no, you go first. All right. Yeah, because mine's mine's really easy. Okay. Um, so one of the things I, one of the um, most important things I did in the three weeks that we were off was, um, I really, really, really did a lot of work on one very important thing. And that was putting the most perfect impression of my ass on my couch. And in order to do this, in order to do this, you have to put the proper amount of effort and time into it, which involves getting on the couch early in the day and staying there as much of the day as you possibly are able. So in order to get this mission accomplished in its most perfect form, I needed entertainment. And I decided that since I'm so bored with everything that's out movie-wise and television-wise in the United States these days, I'm like, you know what? It's time for me to start cracking into all the anime that I've been hearing about. So the first one I started watching was Demon Slayer. And that was on Netflix. And then I watched Death Note, which was recommended by Adam Mackey, which was awesome. And I'm like, okay, these two are good. Now I want to start watching more. Where do I get more? So I immediately went to Crunchyroll. Here's the thing with Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll is fan freaking They have everything, literally everything. But the problem is, I would say only about 50% of it is dubbed on Crunchyroll, which I, I, look, if you're watching an anime, it's really hard to do subtitles on anime because there's so much going on on the screen. The last thing you want to be doing is looking down to read, then looking up to see the action, looking down. To re- it it was really, really hard. So I watched one episode of My Hero Academia, and it was amazing. The first episode, even though I had to read the episode, it was fan-freaking-tastic. I loved it. And I was like, great. Now what the hell am I meant to do with all this, Right. I went back. I was like, all right, what other services are there? Oh, well, there's Funimation. I go on Funimation. Every single thing that was in my queue on Crunchyroll was on Funimation, but dubbed. And I'm like, oh. So I started watching My Hero Academia. I'm now halfway through season three of it. I've also watched um, other stuff i watched. i watched Cowboy Bebop. Um, I have Bleach, Attack on Titan, all the good stuff that I've just been asking people what's good to watch like stuff that i knew i added but then i'd be like what's good to watch tell me what to put in there and i've gotten some great recommendations and i've just been watching anime for like three weeks i mean for all intents and purposes i've been watching nothing but anime um i'm i'm addicted i'm absolutely addicted funimation is one of the coolest things i've ever seen because they if you're a paid member you get releases very quickly after they're out in japan so stuff that's still in production you get them very very quickly you don't have to wait for them you're not waiting a month or two you're getting them within a day or two and and they do their own dubs so even stuff that isn't generally available as a dub funimation has their own team that does dubs for these shows so it's just it's an absolutely fantastic service and a year a year of it this is what got me A year of it's $60. Wow. It's like $5 a month. And you can watch it on two screens. You can download stuff for offline. There's other tiers of membership where you get coupons. You get like, there's like events, which I don't really care about. And then there's another, the next tier up, you get like a coupon, a monthly coupon for the store. Which, I mean, if I want something from the store, I'll just buy it from the store. But I'm trying (laughs) to downsize right now. I don't need to be buying stuff, anime memorabilia. But Funimation.com, definitely, if you have any inkling that you might be interested in anime, I would say check it out. And I'm just going to, I'll say it, if you're okay with subtitles, by all means, check out Crunchyroll. Because they think they probably have a larger catalog, but English dubs just aren't as common on Crunchyroll as they are on Funimation. So, Hmm. yeah, Funimation, anime. Awesome big 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 part of my life right now In fact, <laughs> when we're done with this i had i was finishing up an episode of my hero academia when we started recording i'm gonna go right back to it after we're done so awesome yeah it's it's i feel like a kid again like i'm just enjoying it so right. much well
1: you know there's something you said for that yeah yeah well as we as i think i told you a couple of weeks ago uh, I started watching it so Night Rider is back on uh, mm-hmm. Netflix mm-hmm. and I was watching it again. And it's the same thing. It is horribly cheesy. It's and, incredibly cheesy. <laughs> and and you know, I love I love the fact that like the action shots went like the
0: clearly the driver in the car is not even remotely oh. look like. Oh, there are some really... There's one oh, yeah. scene... There's a very famous scene in Knight Rider. I think it was in season two where Kit jumps over a river mm-hmm. and they make the jump, but the car doesn't. And you <laughs> can literally watch the nose of the car just cloud. Like, it just... Yeah. F- Folds the whole car just <laughs> folds when it hits the ground on the other side. Um ah, it's so good. It did you you watch the car get wrecked and then drive away. It's the greatest thing ever, and it's it's just a phenomenal show. Night Rider it, is just the best show ever. It just it just makes me so happy. Like that's the thing.
1: Like it's <laughs> right? so, like even when it's bad, which it's is so a lot bad, of the it's time, <laughs> it's so. Like, we're so happy. I, mm-hmm. It makes me so happy. I don't know. It's do,
0: happy time. Do we talk? Wait, do we ever talk about the uh, Nintendo game? Uh, okay, so you and I talked about it, but we didn't yes. talk about it on here because I remember saying, oh, what? You mean the one where Kit had a machine gun in the front of him? It was so, yeah. So,
1: I, we had, me and my brother had the Knight Rider uh, Nintendo game. I don't know. I can't remember if we had a machine gun, but it was basically like, a, like, bit your, it was, it was like, equivalent of like um uh what's the one where they're shooting you're shooting the space the asteroids or whatever anyways you're basically like moving your car left to right through this thing and it was was like it was still one of my favorite nintendo games of all time oh yeah
0: yeah yeah look look anything that had night rider on it i was interested in like yeah. anything if if it said Knight Rider I wanted to check it out but <laughs> that's awesome yeah man that's uh it's good it's good that it's back it's good that it's back because a lot of people missed out on it because they didn't either they didn't realize it was on Amazon Prime or I mean look Amazon Prime video just isn't as popular yeah no. but I actually started watching it years ago on Netflix and I had to stop because it was like I was I think I was like 25 or 26 and I was watching it and I was like this is terrible like, this is just – this is ruining my memory of this show. And then I started watching it a couple of months ago, and I just enjoyed the hell out of it because I it's, enjoyed it for there, what it was. Exactly. That's exactly
1: what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like – I, it, there, it, it hits this, like, uh, emotional, like, sentimental mm-hmm. value of just cheesy shows that are predictable. Like, you know that there's going to be – there's literally – always three scene like three scenes of the of the turbo boost jumping mm-hmm. over something always every episode there was three scene scenes where the where night rider you know where kit is jumping over something
0: but can i tell you what what really seriously contributed to my enjoyment of that show mm-hmm. and and just straight up night rider historians on youtube really contributed to my love of that show because if you're watching it just as a TV show i mean there's a lot of points in the series where it's just not a very good show i mean it's not it's like any other TV show especially one that ran for four seasons right but when you when when you have the background on how they did things oh, and yeah. the absolute achievement that this show actually is and then you watch it you really do appreciate how impossible this show I, should I don't have know been how they did it to be honest. It, it doesn't make sense. It's, yeah. it's Like, this show, there's no way that this show would have been greenlit now, just based on how much it would have cost to make know, that's what the I, way they did it. I do not understand how
1: that was, it was affordable to make this show, because how many cars did they have to
0: crash? Quite a few. So, yeah. here's a fun story. So, in 1982, the first, I believe it was the first four or six um Pontiac Firebirds off the assembly line that year went from GM to Universal no to make the show. <laughs> like their cars like their VINs are the low like in the low range to like where they're in the amazing. first 10 made, like 6 of them went to Universal to make the show. That's how that's how expensive this show was to make in 1982. It just that just goes to show you like how much one show how important one show was. Yeah. Like they made the pilot having no idea if this show would sell right. at all. And honestly, ratings-wise, it never really did great. It had oh, it really? had its run the first the halfway through the first season through halfway through the second season was where it peaked. And then it was just kind of flat. And then the fourth season was just it was like the worst show on TV, right? Uh, I world. so I I just started the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blanking. I'm Kit so versus Carr, I think, was the first episode of the second well, season. Wait, what? Kit versus Carr was the second. No, that was the second to last episode.
1: I, and I, I know this just because I just watched it, um, <laughs> but the first is Goliath. Oh, Goli-
0: right, Goliath, yes. With
1: with his... Uh, with his, Garth. Garth, yeah, <laughs> yes. Garth. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. And with the horrible mustache. <laughs> and he carried the cane. Oh, my God, that's so bad. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, um, what's her name, though? The mechanic. From so the- they
0: changed from Patricia McPherson oh, in the first season... Yes, to- she... she to yeah. Rachel, um, what was her? Rebe- uh, yeah, uh, Rebecca Holden. Yeah, I am, I'm. I'm. I from my
1: like from growing up watching the episode. Like, uh, what was it Patricia? Patricia First McPherson, and Bonnie. Yeah, she. She was. She was the. She's net.
0: Yeah, I so so. Do you know the story of how what what no. happened with her? Mm-mm. So so after the first season, the producers had the bright idea that they were going to sex up the role of its mechanic. So they got rid of Patricia McPherson and they brought in a model. Um, yeah, which was wrong uh, decision. Yeah, it didn't go over well at all. Um and in fact the whole reason that Patricia McPherson came back in the third season oh she did oh. yeah 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 she comes back in the third season spoiler the whole alert reason, dude, they had a really <laughs> great scene where she's working at like UCLA or something uh, or USC and Michael goes and meets up with her at her new place of work and convinces her to come work on Kit ah uh, uh, it's right. it's awesome. great they they he basically begged they they had a scene where he begged her to come back because
1: <laughs> she great. she like. I, the I just like I said I just started the second season and
0: it doesn't work. No, yeah. she was never she was never the right she no. was never the right fit for the show. It's yeah. not even her fault. It's just it's no, a tough it's not her fault. fault. I don't nothing against her. It but just the, wasn't. It was known that they brought her into sex up the show to to really solidify the young male appeal, <laughs> and it had the exact opposite effect. Where all the young males were like, "No, we like the nerdy tomboyish Patricia right. McPherson." Please. <laughs> <laughs> so we want Bonnie. We want Bonnie back. Everybody wanted ah, Bonnie back.
1: Well, I love how we turn the everything, podcast into everything Knight turns into
0: Night Rider. Everything yeah. turns into Night Rider. In fact, my gift from the um, makers on Zoom Secret Santa, mm-hmm. um, Jacob from Other Dog Designs, made me a Night Industries logo sign for my office, which is hanging on the wall next to me. And he awesome. got me the limited edition um, kit Hot Wheels car, <laughs> and it is fan-freaking-tastic, and yeah. you have no idea how much I want to open the package. Like, I, I, I'm <laughs> fighting myself to keep it in the cardboard, because it is so damn cool, and I want you, it yeah, you have to send me a picture after the package. I podcast. will, absolutely. It's hard to see in the package, but I will send it to you. Definitely, it's awesome. a very good replica. Um, is your thing of the week Night Rider? <laughs> no, it's not.
1: <laughs> at, at all. And uh, Alright, so yeah, my, So I, I think I said this before we started recording, is uh, the past two weeks, I've had Every time I've done something, I've been like, oh, this would be a great thing of the week. And then I literally mm-hmm. forgot until tonight. So, um, so my things of the week, things of the week, I'll do two things. I got one present for Christmas. So, I'll, I'll do that uh, for my parents. And it is from Weaver Leather. Uh, it's the Matha master (laughs) tool french edger which is basically a a really precise skiving knife that thins out leather uh it is not cheap but well worth the money if you're gonna do any kind of skiving it is so nice it is is, it's probably one of the nicest outside of anything that uh, austin from high caliber craftsman has made me uh, it might be one of the nicest leather tools that I uh, that I own, and it's it's a beautiful thing. I used it. Um, actually, I think we talked about this with with Jimmy. Um, when you make something in your in your significant other, he's like, <laughs> "Oh, I like that." So I made I made myself a belt, uh-huh. and Bettina was like, "Oh, I, I like that belt." <laughs> uh and so i had to make her a belt and uh and i used this on her belt and uh it worked out amazing it, way 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 better than my other Skyving tool um my other Skyving tool worked i won't talk about the brand but it it worked fine but this was really really nice I'm so i at this thing tool out, it's 60 bucks <laughs> it's 60 bucks so yeah so it's oh not it's not something crap. for for a casual leather worker wow um but yeah but i got i asked for that for christmas from my parents and my parents delivered so
0: wow Boom. that is that is an impressive piece of tool is it, is. it is it is gorgeous yeah it's beautiful right i mean it's a beautiful tool wow
1: yeah right. it's, it's really really nice but i really really hate skiving and mm-hmm. this makes it a lot nicer so their master tools are just <laughs> just they are i mean again, they they are an investment but again you know, people spend <laughs> thousands of dollars on tools. So
0: invest in you, Ethan. Invest in you. There you go. There you go. <laughs>
1: um, but yes, but that it might again. I'll get. Well, I'll give a shout out to uh, Austin from High Caliber because his tools are right up there with my favorite leather working tools. So, All right. um, and then the other, the other. This was going to be my thing of the week. Was and and he's been my thing of the week before, but Claridge Leather. Claridge Leather on YouTube, he's a leather worker, amazing guy, super, super sweet, super sweet guy. But the reason why he's my thing of the week is he put two videos up this week and both of them were, so one of them was for his like custom wallet and the other one is for his very custom uh, leather catch-all, which is a very unique design. So, my leather catch-all that I sent you, Vincent? hmm very common, very like you know generic, I mean, I hope I put my own spin on it, but at the same time, it's a very common design. He has a very unique catch all design
0: it is pretty damn uh, unique
1: <laughs> very very unique i like I love it a lot, and then his wallet is that's the thing with leather workers peop leather workers have very like they take a lot of pride in their custom wallet designs um and for both, he put up both these videos and both those videos have downloadable templates. So, that's why it's my thing of the week. Not because, I mean, I love his work. I love his skill and the way he, his videos are amazing. He's he's super, super, really, he, like I wish I was as good as he is as being natural, a natural teacher in his videos. Um, but what I also really appreciate and this is why it's the thing of my thing of the week for me is that sharing your sharing your custom design templates and just giving them away for free is to me is like such it's the epitome of just wanting people wanting to share your craft with people sure and you know i don't i don't recommend that for everybody um but i think for for him, he, he, he's confident enough. Well, not confident enough. That's, that's a shame. But that's not the right term. Um, but he knows that he's not going to lose money from sharing his templates. And he's willing to do that. And I really appreciate that from him. I think it's it's a really great way to get people inspired and learning leathercraft is by sharing templates and sharing a way to for people to get into leather crafting and I just, I just think it's a really selfless way of doing that so
0: okay yeah that and the videos are the videos are really good by the way yeah he's a very, he's love, a really good teacher his, what i love about his videos and you know he's the old he is a textbook example of the video is as long as it needs to be yes 100%. both of those videos are under seven minutes yeah. so it's yep. like perfect you can you could digest that in a second go ahead mm-hmm. and get yourself some leather and you can follow his instructions with his template and do something really cool with it that's a mm-hmm. those are good picks i like that awesome so uh claridge leather i will have the links to those in the show notes of course as usual <laughs> you know who else is really cool ethan who The people that make this show financially possible, the people that are going to be mainly responsible for all the cool things we're going to be doing this year with uh, the show and the website and everything. And that will include Leanne and Nick from Hemlock and Hyde, Dave from Atomic Airship Works, Emily Joyce, Ed from Ed's Clocks and more, Rory from RLO Woodworks and DIY, Chris from Full Steam Designs, Jeff Stein, a.k.a. a weird guy. Debbie Haddock, Jerry Hyduke, Joey from JH Custom Woodcraft, Dean Deplantis, Jacob Anguiano from Native Sun Wood Art, Robert Jake Heller, Scott from Dad at Yourself DIY, the one and only Grant Alexander, Tony Langer from Langerworks, Jacob from Other Dog Designs, Jake from Make with Jake, Big Al Schultz from New York Woodworks, my buddy and pal. Uh, Justin Ofler, Maked. Greg from Platte Valley Woodworks. Adam Mackey, Maker Mackey, and Clamp, which got the longest plug in history of this podcast. I (laughs) want to ever hear that we don't mention any of them. Um, Kim and Garrett. Andrew Richard from Andrew Richard Makes. Kellen Hazelift of Kellen Makes. David from Southern Style DIY, Jeff from The Weekend DIYer, uh, Sean Sean Walworth, easy for me to say, from The Proper Tools Podcast, Chris Raley from Route 9 Signs, Henry Davis from HT1 Metalworks, and new to the list since we recorded last, Austin Saunders from High Caliber Craftsman. All those folks make this show financially possible, and we really appreciate what they do to bring this show to you. If you can't donate financially that's fine leave a review for us or share the show or turn someone on to it that might be interested and you never know that might come back to you because karma is important also we still have available if you haven't already been there you know christmas is over but that doesn't mean you're not going to need gifts at some point check out because we make.com listener shops if you want to buy some stuff from the people that support this podcast and if you have a shop and you're not listed there and you would like to be listed there, by all means, uh, shoot, me a, shoot me a message through the contact form and I will get your shop listed up there. Um, that's our little way of saying thank you to the people that keep us at the top of the charts because right now we're number 58 in Poland in our category. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, I found um, there was a number, um, I finally have a number of kind of where we are in mm-hmm. the space um listener notes which is a podcast um ranking and analytics site um they put us in the top two percent of podcasts in the world hmm. which holy crap um i'm not saying our numbers are massive i'm saying that if you ever think you're not doing well take a look over there and see where you lie you might be surprised. <laughs> like um i looked at some of our friends and everybody's doing a lot better than they think they are just gonna put it that way that's awesome (laughs) yeah it's it's kind it's encouraging and i think what it is i think it's you know if you're doing a podcast and you're doing it consistently and you're releasing episodes consistently i do think you're a leg above a lot of people who do five episodes and then never do another podcast again so pretty awesome pretty awesome yeah i'm excited for 2022 ben 2022 is going to be a good year. I know I said that in 2021, but honestly, 2021 wasn't such a bad year overall. No, I mean, it wasn't look, bad. Things huh. happened. I mean, yeah, no, good no things, gonna... bad things, things happened. You don't come out of life unscathed, but you right. you do get to move on with your life, and that's what we all did. And hopefully, it'll be a little bit better. I can't believe I'm still functional after getting my uh, Coof Boost today. <laughs> because <laughs> wow, am I tired? Holy oh, crap! Tomorrow, man. Well, oh. I wish. I wish. I'm gonna I, I might have to, but I am exhausted right now and I can only imagine what tomorrow's gonna be like, but we shall see. Um I guess I I will still be editing this in the morning though. <laughs> so there's that. There's and, that. And um that's gonna do it for this week. Um welcome back to the show. I hope you guys are hope you guys had a great time off. I hope you had I hope you didn't miss us too much. I hope you used the opportunity to catch up if you were falling behind on episodes. Um, it's funny, Ethan and Vincent episodes don't usually go this long, but um, what, yeah. do, what can I say? We talked about Night Rider, so... Yeah, Night Rider is always <laughs> the trick. We could do, like, 20 episodes on I, just I Knight Rider. Saying, we could absolutely do a Night Rider podcast. <laughs> like, 100%. <laughs> like look night writer historians you know what they've been doing they do they do director like director commentary on mm-hmm. every episode they're only on like season two at this point oh, we could totally crush that i mean if you think about it right that's a, that's a lot of content <laughs> they have at least another what two years of content yeah so anyway that's gonna do it for this week thank you so much for listening we will be back again next week we should have a guest we may not um, depends on what the scheduling looks like but we're probably going to have a guest uh, we may not have an Ethan, Ethan may be in Rwanda probably mm-hmm. will be in Rwanda Boom. and then the week after <laughs> No, no. we're, we're going to talk about this <laughs> the week after guys <laughs> we'll talk about this We will, oh we'll talk about it <laughs> you guys will have to find out what we're talking about but you're going to have to wait a couple of weeks and uh, until then, have a great week everybody we'll see you then